You have walked through the front door and right into the living room of Internet Marketing for Smart People Radio. I am Robert Bruce, and I'm talking to the ubiquitous and the irrepressible Chris Brogan today. If you don't know Chris, I'm going to go ahead and immediately direct you to chrisbrogan.com because he's on a merciless schedule today, and we're going to do a lightning round stream of consciousness thing with him based on an impressive list he wrote a few weeks back titled 97 Ideas for Building a Valuable Platform. More than a collection of facts, more than a mere resume, your content platform is the place from which you publish to the world exactly what you want with no worries of fickle terms of service changes, unwarranted shutdowns, or crazy privacy rules you'd rather not live with. You own your own platform. And like it or not, it's how the world now sees you or doesn't see you professionally. Chris, thanks for coming in, man. You ready to burn through some of these ideas of yours on creating a valuable content platform? I just can't get over what you've done with this living room. I can't. It's just, Isn't I'm it happy. nice? It's, this is, if smart people were going to hang out, they'd be in this living room. Okay. There's a chair over in the corner there. Take a seat for just a moment if you would. I'm going to do our sponsor and then I'll call you back in. Is that cool? Let's go. I need to remind everybody out there that this show is brought to you by Internet Marketing for Smart People. It's a fast, irresistible marketing course consisting of about 20 lessons delivered by email, and it's free. Over 70,000 people have signed up for the course, and one of the reasons they've done it is convenience. The Internet's a big place. Copyblogger alone has over 2,000 articles on every aspect of marketing online. You could patch all that together post by post, page by page, but... Do you have the time? And how would you know if you're finding the best stuff out there? It's just too much. So we've bundled the very best that Copybloggers has written over the years into one simple, systematic course. You sign up by email. We send you about 20 of them and more after that if you decide to stay on. You read and study those emails at your own pace, whether it's Monday morning or Saturday night, whatever works for you. By the end of it, you've gone through the very best of Copybloggers practical marketing wisdom and strategy And you'll come out the other side knowing more about this stuff than most ever will. And it won't cost you a dime. If you want in, head over to copyblogger.com, scroll down to the middle of the page, where you'll see the headline, Grab Our Free 20-Part Internet Marketing Course. Drop your email address into the little box there, and we will take care of the rest. Chris, you need a coffee or anything? You look comfortable in that chair. Oh, yeah. No, it's great. Um, You know, uh, I brought my own gin. So I think perfect. You knew what kind of show this was. No question. All right. So folks can find your post 97 ideas for building a valuable platform over at chrisbrogan.com slash 97. But let's start with number four, man. You say get in the habit of writing daily. You're, you're a prolific writer. What does your daily writing practice look like? Um, so I put out maybe somewhere, be- rather, sorry, I type maybe between 2,000 and 4,000 words a day. Some of that goes into a blog post. Some of that might go into my newsletter. Uh, some of it goes to articles that I write for different uh, magazine gigs that I suddenly accidentally have. And quite often I'm working on a book, uh, although I am just grateful to say that I'm not writing a book right now. I'm I'm in between. I'm on getting ready to do the second edition of a book, which is almost like coasting down a hill. So I do 2,000 to 4,000 words a day. Um, the way I do that, um, and I know we'll go into that in, in a great deal of depth, is uh, I type. So I just put my fingers on the keys. And I know that is immediately a turnoff to people, but yes, you must type to actually get the words typed. 
Right. I can hear people out there listening to this thinking, yeah, 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 that's fine for Brogan, but I'm just not that type of person. Do you think that you're a certain type, Chris, and that that's allowed you to produce so much, or is it something else? There's a lot of people who aren't my type of person. There's a lot of people who, uh, instead of trying to make money and uh, do business, really know what's going on on American Idol. And, you know, I wish them well. I, I haven't figured out a way to get paid for that, though. And as I have, you know, uh, a home and a mortgage and uh, I have a family and an ex-wife and everything to pay for, I mean, I've, I've got stuff. So, you know, because of this, um, in between vacuuming up pet dander, uh, I need to, to earn a living. And so... You know, I try to figure out how do I build a platform that lets people come to me, so that I don't always have to look like a leg humping salesperson. And and in between that, I create words, and the words are in service of business a great deal of time. A lot of people say, "Well, I don't write because that's not my main business. My main business is selling things." And I go, "Great. Well, how do you sell those things? Do you shake people and say, here, hold this thing? Oh, now give me a dollar.'" Um, there, I mean, there's a transaction that comes right before the sale, and um, what I write in is support of that, and also in community in between sales, which I think is probably where they forget. I think where we tend to lose some of the words that we're writing is we forget that we should actually have you know community in service of uh, the people who uh, occasionally pay our way. So that's that's I think Robert where they we go astray. Okay, so are, would it be fair to say then that your 2,000 to 4,000 words a day typed are a conscious decision as opposed to something you were born with, some magical ability you possess? Right, right. I mean, I'm not like a, you know, I don't know, a monk with a keyboard. I mean, I I have a full life. I, I, I'm doing all kinds of stuff. I'm trying, I mean, I have a girlfriend who's a yoga instructor, so I'm learning yoga and stuff. And we just started a band together. And I mean, I have all kinds of other stuff. I, I keynote a lot, so I'm flying everywhere and, and doing uh, speeches all over the place, which is another kind of writing. Um, you know, so it's not like... You don't have to be monastic to, uh, to to put out a lot of words. I mean, it's just a matter of how you're going to spend your your calories and your time trying to sell and or build business or do whatever you think you need to do. I mean, don't forget. I mean, when we talk about marketing and sales and all that sort of thing, I'm always telling people if you think of sales only as you know uh, an expense where dollars pass hands, I also often am thinking about uh, the sale of ideas. You know, so to me, churches are selling. To me, colleges that are trying to get you uh, convinced of being educated or selling. I mean, I think we sell every single day. And so every time I say words like sell or market or whatever, I'm always trying to double back and remind people that that's, that's just in service of moving your ideas forward. All right. Second section of your list here is titled Embrace Brevity. Uh, as a fellow laconic writer, this is my personal favorite out of all of them in your, in your list. But why does brevity work so well today? Well, I, I mean, there's this really kind of weird crap where uh, people are thinking that more words is better. I mean, I, I led by saying how many words I write a day. I didn't say how many I put in one space in a day. Yep. Um, the other thing is we're all reading off of a three-inch device. Like it, it's, it's baffling to me how many people think that we're writing for the laptop desktop set, but then when they get up from a conversation or when they get up to go pee or when they're you know hanging out at a tweet-up or whatever they're doing, that's when they're flicking through their emails. It's, it's on a little tiny three-inch device. And so I'm, I'm forever asking them, you know, well, then are you sending out five to 900 to 1,700 to 3,000 word posts or emails to people? And if so, if you're reading 300, you know, if you're reading all kinds of your email on your phone, then that's what everyone's doing. You're not, you're not any different than anybody else. So brevity matters. And the other thing is, 
I mean, we're all sort of turning our social media consumption and our consumption in general to a chore. I'm finding that people are reading less and less. They're mm. consuming more and more. So we both know there's a place for short copy and there's a place for long copy that's, that's still around. But are you finding yourself writing with more brevity in general? All the time. Um, I think one of the ways to do it is you, uh, you read the book The Shipping News by Annie Prue, and then you read it again. And then by the time you finish the second run through of reading The Shipping News, you can't not write three-word sentences all the time. Um, the other thing is people uh, often confuse uh, long sentence structure with intelligence. And you know, if I don't write a long sentence with a bunch of commas and stuff like that, then I'm probably not a smart person. But, you know, I had a great teacher, Ken Hadge, who told me, tell it to me like I'm six years old. And one thing I know for sure is small, easy-to-consume sentences really make that truth happen. So I'm just forever in the business of trying to make sure that people get the idea I want. I break all the rules. I, I make little one-sentence uh, paragraphs every now and again for emphasis or emphasis, as they say in Italy. Your section called What to Write covers one of the biggest questions we get around Copyblogger. How do, you, how do I find ideas to write about? How am I supposed to create all this content? Give us a couple quick tips about this for folks struggling to find ways to create content to build their platform. You know, I read... Um I read a, an ebook when I, I when I was looking. Through, I was doing some research on Kindle, and I was reading some ebooks. And they were, I was trying to find all the really crappy, you know, ninety nine cent, two ninety nine type ebooks out there from names that I maybe knew a little bit or didn't know, or people who maybe undervalued their product. And, and I was looking for something very specific, but what I found instead totally different. It's almost like the way science goes sometimes. Was I found some some really neat nuggets written into like really poor formatted. Uh, ebooks that I don't think people will buy just for the look and feel of the product. You know, I mean, the cover art and all that was just heinous and whatever. So, out of all that, one of the, the storylines that I saw that really worked on what to write about was uh, write uh, write around any community's frequently asked questions. So that's one. That's one really simple, easy answer. Look for the frequently asked questions of any community, and you will see the the meat and the guts of what people want more writing about. Um, the number one searched on thing on my website all the time, besides my name, is how to use Twitter for business. Hmm. That's the that's the thing that draws more people to uh, my site. And you know, Twitter's been around since '06. And uh, the last thing I ever want to do is write yet another article about using Twitter for business. But uh, I can tell you that looking <laughs> for my search results, you know, that that if I, if I wrote one of those every day, people would come and read it. Um, the other thing I do is the way I like to teach people how to write for their community is write stories that'll make their buyer the hero. So if you sell. Um, well, I don't know. The copy blogger community is a wee bit different, but let's pretend we sell uh, vacuum cleaners. Well, then I would write is you know things to get ways to get uh, twice the as the life out of your air filter and the uh, ten minute vacuum cleaning hack that makes you feel like you didn't vacuum. And I would write all kinds of things that just you know made the product better. And then I would stop writing about the vacuum cleaner in general, but write about housekeeping hacks and things like that. Things that sort of tie to the ecosystem of the product, you know. What we're always doing a little bit wrong is we're writing only about our product or only about our service at the expense of forgetting what the buyer uh, is is sort of like in all three dimensions. You know, um, if you write, if you sell jet skis, then you know there's only so many articles you can write about a jet ski, or there's only so many videos you can shoot about how cool a jet ski is. But the kind of person who's a jet ski owner is also the person that has a lakefront property. 
that has you know a little bit of extra uh, money that has a certain lifestyle that goes around it. So you write around the lifestyle or you write around the ecosystem, and you have topics till you're dead. Okay, let's double back real quickly for a, a quick tip. What's a good way to find the frequently asked questions around a topic, subject, or community? It's it sort of, I mean, there's a few ways to do it. One of the ways that this um, uh, this ebook that I was talking about, I wish I could remember the name. I'd love to give the person credit. But um, they said, you know, look at forums, look at Google groups and Yahoo groups and all these like old school technologies that exist out there for free. They all come with a fact page. There's all tons of bulletin board services out there with a fact page. It just takes a little bit of Google work to start thinking about the frequently asked questions. You can type in a topic name and then space and then FAQ, which is you know stands for frequently asked questions. And then the minute you do that, you'll see a bunch of uh, serving suggestions of people's frequently responded to answers. Look at every single one of those answers as fodder for a big post or a big article or a newsletter or whatever you want to do. Don't uh, recycle. Like don't take the answer as it was provided on that site. One, I mean, don't plagiarize, but two, uh, you can come up with a much fresher answer than whatever's out there. No, no question about it. It's, it's baffling how many people, uh, come up with the idea of, you know, wow, that's not bad. And then they start with like the chef Boyardee quality as opposed to, you know, cooking something fresh in the kitchen. All right. Next is overnight success. Anybody who knows you knows your story that you started this whole online publishing thing like two or three years ago and that it's come really easy for you, right? I mean, that's, oh, yeah. that's in a nutshell, that's your story, right? That's pretty much it. I just turned on the, the system one day and I just started cashing checks. Man, have that's awesome. Back. That is awesome. Maybe I think there's a book in there somewhere. No, really. This is actually one of my favorite stories of yours. It was a while ago that I heard you tell it and I don't remember where it was exactly, but what was it? It was a number of years to your first hundred subscribers. Can you tell yeah, so, that story? Sure. I mean, I probably have a little bucket of these stories for you. So um, it took eight years to get my first 100 subscribers. So first, I have mm. to give myself a little credit. There was an RSS when I started. Yep. I started blogging back in 98, and it was called journaling. And people just basically had to go site to site to see everything. Um, so there wasn't a subscription mechanism per se. I mean, I guess I would if I were really pioneer, I would have done email lists back then, but I wasn't that smart. And so it took eight years to get my first 100 readers. And even today, people are like, man, Chris Brogan could write about a piece of poopy sauce sitting on the sidewalk and he gets 50 comments. That's amazing. And I said I, that just the other day. <laughs> see? Well, and it's true, by the way. I, I don't want to really just kind of down you, but if I write about a piece of poop, there will be 50 comments. Um, the thing is, people look at that 50 like that's a huge number, but I get 200,000 unique visitors a month, and I get about 70,000 RSS readers a day. 50 comments out of any of those two numbers means way less than 0.001%. Hmm. So you probably do get that many comments a day uh, relative to your community size. The other thing, the other overnight success story that I like to tell a lot, the first time I told this was in an interview with this guy, Barry Moltz, who has a new book coming out with um, Becky McRae about small town value in business. Um, we were talking about the fact that you know I couldn't afford to be at half of the conferences that I was at. Like I was paying out of my mortgage and I was paying out of my bank account, such that when I'd land in Manhattan, I would have like a negative 120 balance in the bank or something. Mm. So I wouldn't even have the money to get the cab from uh, JFK to the air to the hotel. And then, like, if there wasn't decent conference food at the event, I mean, I would be stuck eating whatever might have accidentally still been in my bag, like a granola bar or toothpaste. Um, I went from you know really seriously not having the rent and being two months behind on a mortgage or something like that, uh, from ramen noodles and all that to five-star hotels and you know as much steak as I can put in my belly and still have a, a liver. Um, 
And I did that the hard way. I did that over well over a decade of hard work. And to your point about the overnight success, it's 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 baffling how many people really honestly think that we all just started. You know, Brian Clark just started one day and started a copy blogger and was wealthy. And I just turned on my thing and I was wealthy. And Gary Vaynerchuk just was handed all his money. You know, it's 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 a lot of hard work and. I guess the one difference between our stories um, and people who are kind of at the beginning is people at the beginning seem to have this uh, unrealistic belief that it's going to happen a lot faster than it does. And it's just like everything in life that's worth anything. You start by planting seeds and then nurturing them and you have to wait till the harvest. All right. Last question. Let's embrace brevity here. Uh, If you could boil down your philosophy of building a valuable content platform into one or two sentences, what would it be? Be helpful, do it often. That's easy. Um, I give that advice to people as often as I can. When I say be helpful, by the way, it's fascinating how many people think be helpful equals um, stand around and ask, how can I help? By the way, that's the least helpful sentence in the whole universe. Helpful is, well, I was thinking about you the other day, and I realized that it would probably benefit you to meet this person who could probably find you some business. Uh, Would you like an introduction? That's helpful, not how can I help? So be helpful to the people who you know you want to serve, and that'll change the universe. All right, Chris, let's get out of here. If, if people want you as they should, uh, they can get more of you over at chrisbrogan.com. That's C-H-R-I-S-B-R-O-G-A-N.com. Anywhere else you want to hook up with people? Not at all. But if you go there, I use the uh, Genesis Generate theme. Sign up to my email. My email is actually the coolest thing going on right now. I write back to people all the time. It's a very personal email newsletter. And every week I'm giving away the secrets behind the, the behind the wall. So go there. Hey, let's get out of this living room. I, I think it's uh, time to go out and enjoy the rest of the day. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Wherever and whenever you are, if you want to keep this operation going, the best way to do it is to leave us a rating or a comment on iTunes. Thanks for that if you do it. Mr. Brogan, you are a wild man and a player. Thank you. Thank you. I've had the best time ever, and I ate popcorn the whole time. One, two, three.